Podcast, your hub for your nine-time, nine-time World Series champion, Boston Red Sox, your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, your 17-time NBA champion, Boston Celtics, your six-time Stanley Cup champion, Boston Bruins, and your 11-time national champions in football, the Notre Dame Fortinoiters. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, and I'm the only T.O. Swiggins, Swiggins, the junkyard dog, and you can't change that. All right. So, happy Thanksgiving. I, I know it's belated, but happy Thanksgiving. We're already celebrating, getting ready to celebrate Christmas. I already got my tree up. My first tree ever in my new house. Yep. There it is. Got some. I actually got two Red Sox ornaments on there. A uh, New England Patriots one. A Boston Celtics one. And a Boston Bruins one. And then a Notre Dame football one. Got in the spirit. Get in the spirit. I just put it up today. Yeah, it's already getting the whole ton of likes on Instagram and Facebook. Woo! A lot. Mm. Okay. So what do we get into first? Mm. <coughs> Maybe... Before I start off with some Red Sox news, Um, not a lot going on. The offseason is about to start really soon, but not really a lot has uh, done. So not really. So we're just going to – not a lot of Red Sox used yet, but the hot stove is starting to heat up a little bit. It's starting to heat up a little bit. All right. Notre Dame football. All right. Let's get into it. There was news there. So today's final score and the final regular season game before bowl game stuff. So this is probably going to be the last one until – we find out when the next bowl, when they start play again next year, which is or play again in the bowl games, which is still determined. I think we'll probably find out next week, which I'll tell you what's going to happen next week. So, all right. Anyway, any news? Um. Um. So, all right. Well, I was lost. Okay. Um. Oh yes. Um. So today's final score between the Notre Dame Fine Irish. And the Stanford Cardinal, Notre Dame goes to Stanford and basically beats up on Stanford. Let's see the final score of tonight or today's matchup. Excuse me. Excuse me, man. Burp attack. All right. Notre Dame 45, Stanford 24. And for the first time ever in Brian Kelly's career, he's got a win and pup. Palo Alto, California, which is Palo Alto is basically where Stanford is located in California. He has beaten Stanford before, but at Notre Dame Stadium in South Bend, not at Palo Alto. So I think this is probably the first one he has won there. They said Notre Dame football coach. Third straight year with 10 win season. Very good. Could, I wish it could have been a uh, – and they got – and they maintained rivalry trophies for a second year in a row. Finished 10-2. and two. Very good. So, yeah, really good for the Notre Dame. To start out with, they weren't – it looked like Stanford was going to, like, maybe get away with this one, but kind of like uh, miscues in 
uh, the second quarter for Stanford. And I really hated that they were doing this. Like when we had an offsides, like when we were like, uh, I think it was like third and goal, like their defense was going, oh, oh, we got him, we got him, we got him. They, they fall started. And like they were like, yeah. Well, I should see it because there's a rivalry between those guys. But luckily they scored. It was still 14 to 17. I went to a basketball game tonight. I filmed for my all mater for their basketball team. And uh, when I got there, it was like 21 to 17 Notre Dame. And then they started to score and then never let go after that. Stanford did score a little bit, but that was about it. Yeah. Notre Dame gets their second straight 10 win season or so 10 wins. Yeah. 10 win season in a, in a row for two years straight. Although we're not going to be in the college football championship or playoffs because we already have two losses. And if you have two losses in college football, you're basically out. Yeah. But we could play for a really big uh, college bowl, which is kind of the kind of the goal right now, just to get into like one of those major bowl games. Not the college football bowl games, but the ones just uh, for college football playoff game bowl games. But yeah, just one of the major ones. I think the Cotton Bowl. But we'll find out later, probably next week or so. But I'll let you, I'm gonna like end the show by giving a little announcement too. So that might affect next week's show. All right. So no more games up until we find out or when they play an actual goal game, which is like around Christmas time or so. So no more Notre Dame football till then. What should we do next? Patriots news. All right. So the Patriots and the Cowboys or America's football team played um, last week on a 4 o'clock or like 3 o'clock game my time. <clears throat> and um, the final score of that game, it wasn't pretty, but Patriots held on for the dub, 13-9. It was a really bad game. It was like really sloppy out there. I mean, it was raining, slippery, but thankfully Notre Dame held on for the win. And Nikhil Harry got his first career touchdown. As a New England Patriot, the kill areas are first round draft pick at wide receiver. Probably the only good wide receiver we have right now. All right. Hold on for a minute. I'm going to show you something. This was probably my reaction when Nikhil Harry caught his first touchdown. Hold on, I got to find the video too. It's pretty funny. Doo -doo. Hold on, we're getting there. Here we are. <laughs> if you were wondering what that is, it, it's a turtle trying to gasp for air. But that was while I was feeling like when Nikhil Harry caught his first career touchdown. Pass from Tom Brady. Brady to Harry. Brady to Harry. Brady or Brady to Nikhil. Runs it into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. <laughs> I wonder what turtles made. <laughs> what sound turtles made. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. <clears throat> Although the offense still needs to be worked on, I feel like the defense is really starting to hold up for us. They are really starting to. And, that, and maybe the Ravens game was basically just the kind of the hiccup game for the 
defense. But yeah, I'm I am kind of a little worried about the offense. The offense really starts to need to get get it together, basically. And they do have reinforcements coming. They do have reinforcements coming. Isaiah Wynn, their offensive tackle, is coming back finally. Although, I mean, I've been hearing they've been uh, getting the flu recently from in the locker room. So, yeah, for next, which is tomorrow night's game. So, tomorrow night's game, let's see. What, any other Patriots news? Hmm. Crap. Any other Patriots news? Oh, yeah, they got rid of uh, Nick Fold. They cut him or something. Yeah, and they got a new, new kicker. All right, sure. Let's see. Yeah, they got a new kicker. Nick Fold's gone. I don't know why. He wasn't that bad. Oh, and uh, Nick Matthew Slater got player of the week. Oh, so, yeah. For as a special teams, I like him. He, I, I feel like he's a really good player. Special teams captain, Matthew Slater. Got player of the week. So, yeah, very good. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think anything else? I'm not really sure who they picked up as kicker. Yeah, shouldn't know this, but, yeah. Well, at least uh, they got a new kicker. I'm trying to think of who it was. Yeah. But they did get rid of Nick Fold. Which I didn't really feel like he was bad. Although he did have a history like when the Patriots did play the Buccaneers. Like I think two years ago or so. He was a kicker for the Buccaneers. I was just basically just missing field goal after field goal. And he was kind of missing. He did miss one field goal in Sunday afternoon's game. I mean, but yeah, in that condition, I mean, what could you do? I mean, it was wet, windy, and stuff like that. But the Patriots held on for the dub. They held on for the dub. All right. So, I believe Sunday night football tomorrow night against the Houston Texans, and they have to go to Houston this time. So, they got to go to NRG Stadium in Houston. Remember the last time we were there? Guess what happened? But I'm bringing up <coughs> 20, 28 to 3. 28 to 3 Atlanta. <coughs> 28 to 3 Atlanta. If you don't know what the rep, what reference I'm making, it's uh, Super Bowl 51 where Atlanta with like 9.53 left in the first quarter had a 28 to 3 lead and then basically just blew that lead, 25-point lead, and let the Patriots – not only tie the game up and then force an overtime, but then to win that overtime game. I feel like that was the that was a moment for me. That was like feel like Brady is really the goat. I mean, who do you who has ever done that? Twenty five at that point, I was already starting to give up. You know what? Atlanta can have the thing. I was already go start going home. But thankfully, something was telling me when you do get home, turn on the game. And I did, and thank God. I did put it on mute because I didn't want to hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk. <laughs> but thankfully, they came back, and I watched it. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest football games I've ever watched. 
Yeah. All right, so Houston Texans at uh, our, our NRG Stadium <clears throat> tomorrow night, Sunday Night Football. We can watch it while I'm babysitting my nephew. Yeah. Watch some Sunday Night Football. <clears throat> All right, so what else? What's next? Bruins news. All right. So let's see. Let's go up weekly scores. Let's see. So this week's scores. So on Tuesday, the Bruins went to Montreal to take on a rivalry game between the Montreal Canadiens, Canada's hockey team. Wow. All right, so the final score of that game, a blowout win for the Bruins, 8-1. to one. Um, So in the first period, DeBrus had a goal. Pasternak had a goal, which basically took up his uh, league-leading goals to 21. Marshan had a goal. Pasternak had another goal in the second period. Andrews Bork had a goal, and then... Pasternak completed, uh, got his 23rd goal of the season with a hat-trick goal. If you don't know what a hat-trick is, it's basically where you score three goals in a game. It's kind of like hitting for the cycle or for a no-hitter. It's really good. That's kind of like hockey's version of a cycle or a no-hitter or a perfect game. So, and then Coyle had a goal, and then Heinen had the goal to basically just bury the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, really good. Really that good. How, how good are they? Yeah, we'll probably look at that. All right, so and then the next night they went to um Ottawa and played the Senators, which wasn't a blowout win, but it was a dub. They did have a one nothing lead. Uh, the Senators did one nothing lead, but then Marshawn got a goal and uh Sandino Chara got a goal to basically just the goal ahead goal and then basically won the game. The Bruins, so really, that's really good for them. Yeah. So basically, the score was like 0-0 heading into the third period. But they say, yeah, Bruins came out with the dub, Marshawn with the goal, and Char with the goal. And then on Black Friday, so it was yesterday, Bruins went back home to play the New York Rangers. They were down 2 nothing. Um, in with like six twenty one into the second period, but then a goal by Sean Corrali in the second period made it two to one, and then Bruins tied it up with a Brett or David Pasternak goal twenty fourth of the season league league leading to tie the game up. Then the game went so overtime, and then David Krejci. Slapped it in for a two free to two Bruins overtime dub. Play dirty water <clears throat> on this Black Friday NBC Sports edition of hockey. Yeah. All right. So right now they are leading the Atlantic right now and uh with a 18 and free 18. Three and five record. So 18 wins, three losses, and five of those losses were overtime losses. So 41 points. Really good. Lean. 
League-wise, it's a uh, – oh, actually, right now they are leading the whole um, NHL right now. So they're actually the best team in hockey right now. Oh, oh really good. <clears throat> well, well, actually, they are kind of are tied with points with the Washington Capitals. Uh, so good. Low other Bruins news, too. The Bruins unveiled <clears> – <throat> Their new alternate uniforms, and they wore them on uh, Friday's game. And I got to tell you, they're really good. They're really slick. I, I actually want to buy one. I just want to buy one. <laughs> oh, now, don't spend your things on frivolous things like that. But they look good. Actually, yeah, that's actually right. Yeah, yeah I kind of do need to save my money. But it's one of those things. Oh, it's tempting. It's tempting. I want one. I want one. And also, other news, too, seeing the Bruins locked up some deals, too, this week, too, on, uh, I believe, Wednesday? I could be wrong. Yeah, Wednesday. They locked up two two deals, extensions. So they gave Charlie Coyle and Chris Wagner new extensions. And so Coyle gets a six-year deal, the... East Weymouth native, as East Weymouth is basically it's a borough in Boston, so it's kind of like it's kind of like what Chicago is. Like if you, if I know there's some Illinois, like boroughs are kind of like uh, in Boston, like they're like suburbs, like Boston suburbs basically. So he's from East Weymouth, so he gets a six year deal, three hundred or thirty one point five million dollar deal. So very good, and Wagner locks up a three year deal and a four point oh five million dollar deal. So very good. So the Walpole native, <clears throat> yeah, we're we're signing Boston Suns, yeah. So that's really good. Although I am thinking they need to really sign Tory Crude, especially if someone like Daniel Chara is going to maybe be gone next year. We kind of need someone younger to be that defense, defensive corpsman. And he's kind of like an American hero. I mean, especially that hitting the Stanley Cup with wearing no helmet. I mean, it's kind of took back to an all-time hockey kind of feel. So, yeah. Any other Bruins news? All right. Now, finally, let's go on to the Celtics, and then we'll do another segment, which is uh, fantasy sports and stuff like that. So, the Celtics, let's see. They played. Let me. <coughs> yeah. Kind of getting a cold. All right. Maybe it's getting to everybody. All right. So the king, So they went back home after the five-game West Coast road trip. And to start off that game, the bums who made it so we are 10-game losing or winning streak came to an end. But this time, it was a one-point game, but it was a different result this time. But the Celtics held on for the dub. 103 to 102 against the Sacramento Kings. And then last or hold on. And then Wednesday night matchup between the was between the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics as Kyrie was supposed to return to the garden but he decided to chicken out. And let's see what the Boston crowd kind of said about that. 
Oh, yeah, we are here. All right. Basically, they said Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. There was another one too, asking like, "Where is Kyrie? Where is Kyrie?" Yeah, welcome back, coward slash bum. <laughs> A little we should, baby. Like, yes, Wednesday night's game was good. It was kind of good to kind of like remind everybody why Kyrie Irving is a bum and why we say Kyrie sucks. But at the same time, after this game, we need to kind of move on, basically, because. The Celtics team is really – I'll get into why uh, – yeah. So, anyway, so – and with the final score of Wednesday night's game was a Celtics victory. And – hold on. Crap, i got to go back. <laughs> All right, so it was 120 to 110 Boston Celtics dub where Kyrie scored zero points and Kemba Walker had a night, a career night, after coming back from almost kind of like a – almost neck-breaking – Injury where he had to be on concussion protocol and scored 39 points. Awesome. I love Kemba. Let's go. Kemba is better than Kyrie. All right. So when so Friday night or yesterday, they played the Nets again, but this time in Brooklyn. And unfortunately, Celtics fans, it was uh, a loss. 112 loss to 107 loss, which Kyrie did uh, not play again. <laughs> so he scored zero points. Anyway, well, anyway, some of the Celtics players are getting a little pissed off that people are still kind of bringing up Kyrie, even though he is no longer a member of the Celtics. And I won't show you the video, but Marcus Smart, after yesterday's game, basically said, this is a slap in the face to all of us. Like, everybody, Kyrie is no longer a member of the Celtics, so we need to kind of start forgetting about him and start concentrating on the Celtics team. The Celtics team is fun. They are just, and it basically is a slap in the face of some of those guys who had to put up with that crap last year, put up with that, you know what? No, I'm just going to say put up with that shit last year. Well, I don't care. You know what? Fine. Because, yeah. Actually, I've been hearing stories like during the offseason where uh, I think it was like Jason Tatum said Kyrie kind of treated him like LeBron treated him, treated Kyrie in Cleveland. So, yeah, so it's kind of like the bullied became the bully, so to say. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's probably why Kyrie didn't get along with LeBron in Cleveland. Actually, now it's now depending. It's not saying that, like, Kyrie is basically kind of like his uh, Nets, teams don't, Nets teammates are kind of like they're starting to feel like he's something's wrong with Kyrie. He's uh, kind of a little moody little, you know what? Yeah. All right, so enough Kyrie talk. So, so tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon they play again against the New York Knicks at a MSG, and that's not the actual Garden. The actual Garden is actually in Boston, not that dump. That dump. It smells bad. It smells bad. It smells like pee and vomit. Yuck. Yeah, it smells like. A t- it smells like a place where a team has not won anything since the 1870s. Oh, I'm sorry. The 1970s. Sorry, I get 18 and 19 mixed up. <laughs> Knicks fans are saying, that's not funny. Hey, buddy, I'm from New York. Yeah, 
Hey, buddy, I'm a Knicks fan. We don't take that kindly. You mess with the New York and you're messing with all of us. Hey. <laughs> Yankees sucks. Jets suck. I didn't say Mets because I'm kind of out thing from that. But Yankees suck. Jets suck. Giants suck. Knicks suck. Nets suck. Rangers suck. And Islanders suck. Everybody in New York sucks. Except the Mets. I like the Mets. Because they have one. Because Red Sox fans and them have one thing in common. Yankees suck. Yankees suck. <laughs> and I could see it too because I mean and it's kinda like the thing with the, the Chicago what the White Sox have with the Chicago Cubs. Basically the Cubs are kind of Chicago's team and White Sox basically had to take a back seat. And that's kind of what the Nets or the Mets had to do with the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees are New York's team and the Mets just had to take a back seat. Yeah. That's why they kind of hate the Yankees. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. Well, when we come back, we're going to do fancy stuff and stuff like that and kind of wrap the show up. And I'm going to also make an announcement of uh, what possibly uh, about next week, too, about if we're going to do a show or not. So uh, don't go anywhere. See you guys. Bye. All right, so we're back, everyone. And um, so – over fancy stuff. So, obviously, the Royal Rooters MLB team is not playing because it's the offseason. The Fox and the Heather team, which is my college football team, they're definitely out. So, the playoffs are going on right now, and they're definitely done. So, there's no scores to report there. Um, my NFL team, the Kakoskio Squadron, um, lost last week, and it wasn't even a contest. It was like 105 to 110 to press F or 105, 105.10 to 76.30. Yeah. A C minus. And I was projected to win that. I don't know by like literally by a point differential. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this guy had like, oh yeah, that's right. I did trade Lockett and oh yeah. Well, I'm totally regretting that decision. <laughs> I'm a little worried about my team. Fifth. And this is like a four. Like, this is like the top four teams go to the postseason. So, I'm fifth right now. So, I'm at the threshold. Seven and five. Ugh. And right now, I'm currently – hold on. We're on last week. Currently, I am losing 15.70 to zero point two, like nothing, basically. Yeah, what the hell is going on? We are really choking, and the guy I'm playing with, a lot of guys are out. What the heck's going on? <laughs> what the heck's going on? How? Well, I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes and Shaquan Barkley, and well, usually on. The guy he had on Saturday night, David Montgomery, played for the Bears, and he scored, like, on Thursday night. Yeah, 15 to 70. I haven't got anybody playing yet, so that could be it, too. So it could be early. It's still, still got tomorrow and Monday. But, ugh, better not blow it. This would actually be a bummer for me. My first year actually playing fantasy football. Starting off high to the – it's like the 2011 Red Sox a little bit. Kind of start a little slow off to – and then in the middle of the season, everything's 
we're on cloud nine. We feel Red Sox are going to feel like they're going to take the division. And then once September came, yeah, twenty and eight to twenty eight and twenty September. Yuck! And missing the postseason, losing out in the division, and then missing the postseason on the last day. That was a weird day. Honestly, yeah, that was weird. That was just weird because, yeah, a lot of things happened that day. A lot of, like, playoff scenarios stuff just happened. That was just weird. All right, moving on. So the average Joe's NBA team, see, last week I played QBK's 13 notable team, and I lost by a point five, five and four. So I'm basically 0-5 right now. Hopefully, currently right now this week, I'm beating Kevin's expert Expert team, six to three. What a lot of fun names for these. A lot of these people don't really like do their names because they really don't care. I mean, yeah. So I'm winning six to three. So hopefully I can be able to hold out until Sunday. Got four. Well, I actually got nine games left. So that works for me. The guy that I'm playing against has literally four games left. So I get our first dub. One and five. All right, and then finally, the Channel 4 News team, hockey team, or NHL team. <clears throat> Let's go over last week's scores. And I won that game 8-1. to one. Oh. Oh. Against Scott Stale's team. And then currently, right now, I am winning 5-4 to four against Tommy's team. Well, there's a lot of Tommy's in the world. <laughs> I'm fifth, okay, so let's see whether I'm in postseason contention or not. I'm in fifth place in my league. All right, so I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in postseason contention, so it's a 16 postseason. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on, stop. All right. So I believe that will do it. Um, Got news report. Apparently next weekend I'm going to be up in Chicago celebrating uh my celebrating or cel- celebrating celebrating a Christmas or family Christmas celebration with the Hoholins. That's my mom's side of the family, the Hoholins. Sounds pretty Irish, huh? Well, you're wrong. It's actually German. <laughs> it's actually German. <laughs> so yeah, German side of the family. So, yeah, we're meeting up in Chicago. My uh, uncle or my mom's brother my or my uncle has, like, uh, lives up there. He's retired now and, like, lives in, actually in the city, actually in an apartment. It's pretty neat. Yeah. So, it kind of is pretty much where it all happens, basically. So, Molly, like, this summer we had a uh, kind of like a family or my grandparents' was, like, their 60th wedding anniversary. So, we went up to Door County, Wisconsin, and just basically just spent the week there. During the summer, like June or so, it was pretty neat. Just near Lake Michigan, stuff like that. Kind of near Green Bay and stuff like that, so it was pretty neat. So we're going to do the same thing there because we, our family's all stayed in Airbnbs, which um, if you're not – if, which I apparently believe that every millennial knows what it is, but I – hey, I'm a millennial, and I had no – and to start out with, I had no idea what Airbnb was. But it's it's like a home. It's like kind of like a hotel kind of home, basically. It's like kind of, something like this, something where I live. 
except I'm not renting it out to people. Thank God. <laughs> but actually, we're going to do the same thing in Chicago with like an apartment-wise. It's kind of like an Airbnb, and we're just going to stay there for the whole entire weekend next weekend. Which begs the question about next week's show. I don't think we're going to have an episode next week because of bringing all that stuff out there and having the music in there and stuff like that. That might, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it might be a distraction might, and we might get complaints and stuff like that. So we're going to skip next week's show and possibly just bunch everything up together the following week's show. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what other option we can do. Yeah. All right. So this week's um, outro music is called uh, The Boxer. Which is, no, hey, no, stop, no, stop, hey, 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 stop. I didn't say you could start yet. <laughs> that was my fault, my fingers did that. All right, so anyway, um, this is a rendition by uh, the Mumfords and Sons. And actually, it was actually an older song done by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, The Boxer. Well, actually, it's uh, Jerry Douglas, and it's featuring the Mumf Mumford and Sons. Oh, and Paul Simon's in it too, so he's kind of doing a rendition of his own song. Yeah, pretty neat, Paul Simon. So this is a rendition, like a newer version of the song, which is pretty neat. I actually like it. I didn't know it was a Simon and Gunfogel song to begin with, The Boxer. So yeah, so that's what's going to be tonight or this week's uh, outro music. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. I will mention the Twitter pages of all the team shows. So like the Red Sox Twitter page, the Patriots Twitter page, the Celtics Twitter page, the Bruins Twitter page, and the Notre Dame football Twitter page. And follow the show so you can follow those shows. I'll also put the Instagram show. So I'll give you or follow that show or follow that follow that page on Instagram. So at lowercase Royal Rooters 1992. Um, please subscribe, rate and review on Apple iTunes. And give us a five-star review if you can. Or we're going to send some people after you guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. We won't, do, we won't do anything to you. Yeah, just me talking. Um, so anyway, so uh, follow the show on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, wherever you get your podcast. I have actually saw we actually got some new people. We actually got a new guy from Kentucky. Wait, Kentucky? Oh no 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 no! That's a, that's a different show. We actually got actually got someone new. Actually, it's an international listener too from Germany. From I have to see what the name is, but shout out to that German listener too if he's uh, listening too. So that's pretty neat. So anything else? So if you don't get like a book league standing, see uh, probably two Saturdays from now. I think so. So take it away. Jerry Douglas, Mumford Brothers, and Paul Simon. Mumford and Sons and Paul Simon. All right, let's play it. <clears throat> well, I am just a poor boy, though my story seldom told. I squandered my resistance. For a pocket full of mumbles, such are promises. All lies and jest, still the man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. 
When I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers, in the quiet of the railway stations, running scared. Laying low, seeking out the poor quarters where the ragged people go, looking for the places only they would know. Well, light a light, light a light, light a light, light a Asking only workmen's wages, I come looking for a job, but I get no offer. Just to come on from the horrors on 7th Avenue. I do declare there were times when I was so lonesome, I took some comfort there. Then I'm laying down my winter clothes and wishing I was home going home. Where the New York City winters aren't bleeding me, bleeding me, going home. La Stands a boxer, but a fighter by his trait, and he carries the reminder of every glove that laid him down and cut him till he cried out in his anger and his shame. I am leaving, I am leaving, but the fighter still remains. Please, 
Go get. Go. Good night. <laughs>